Fireflies Unite with Kia, your weekly podcast from the perspective of individuals thriving with a mental illness. We are normalizing the conversation about mental health within communities of color to foster mental wellness and empowerment. Welcome to another episode of the Fireflies Unite podcast with me, Kia, where our mission is to bring light into darkness, just like the fireflies, by simply sharing the stories of people of color who live and thrive with mental health conditions and to normalize the mental health conversation. So I know y'all probably are like, what happened? How she's just going to end the podcast abruptly? That was not my plan. I just, it's just been a bit of a whim world and I haven't been able to get the last few episodes out. So we have about three more episodes before the podcast officially ends. And I do have some things that I'm working on. If you would like to be a part of it, I'll be offering some trainings. So I will be sure to let you all know about that before the podcast officially ends. So on today's episode, we are going to speak, we are going to speak with Evolve Benton, who is a speaker, educator, and curator who inspires audiences to think about questions of performance, diversity inclusion, transformation, climate, and equality. Evolve has developed trainings for the LGBTQIA community, diversity, equality, and inclusion, and holistic wellness. And so today, they will be joining us to talk about burnout. So let's get into today's episode. Welcome, Evolve, to the Fireflies Unite podcast, where our mission is to bring light into darkness, just like the fireflies, by sharing the stories of people of color who live and thrive with mental health conditions, and of course, to normalize the mental health conversation. So I'm excited to have you on because we're going to talk about burnout. Definitely. Thank you for having me. I appreciate this. Absolutely. So the first question I usually ask people um, is, was mental health something that was talked about for you while you were growing up? Um, not in the frame that it is as an adult. So I would say that my parents were really, really big on just taking care of your like being and your, my dad often called it my spirit. Right. Um, so if I would get frustrated or if I would have some kind of self doubt, um, a lot of the conversations would be like, let's go for a walk or let's do something to bring yourself joy. Uh, so I think that they really taught me strategies to take care of my whole being, but they weren't calling it like mental health. You know, it was just more like you getting on your mama nerves. Um, let's go for a walk and play some basketball. <laughs> okay. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. So have you ex- ever experienced burnout? Um, and did you realize it or did someone else tell you? Yeah, I would say that I've experienced burnout a few times in my life, um, mainly because I'm an overachiever, like many Black folks that I know. Um, And also, you know, I went to a historically Black college, so I've always been around a lot of, like, competition in in the journey. So I experienced it probably the first time in college. Um, My mother passed when I was 21 years old, and I went back to school after her funeral. Um, And I remember I was just, like, hitting the books, not sleeping, And one of my friends told me, like, you're going to burn out. And literally one day I woke up and I couldn't get out of the bed. Like I was like stuck to the bed because I was so exhausted. Um, My feet had swollen. Like I just was not doing good at all. Yeah. I mean, 
I think a lot of people experience it. And sometimes when we do experience it, we kind of keep going and that ultimately makes it worse. Exactly. Right. Like you don't know when you hit the threshold, which is something that I think I've been able to figure out more as I've gotten older, like when I'm getting to be burnt out, because I'll start to just not do the things I need to do to take care of myself. Right. Like I'll start eating a lot of sweets not saying folks that you can't eat sweets, but if I'm eating too much of it, I know how it's going to show up in my body. Right. Um, Or not drinking enough water or even just being a little bit more snappy. Right. My partner will be like, oh, you must be stressed out. Right. Because I'm being more snappy and not as attentive or paying attention. So I know when it's coming now and I try to prevent it by having opportunities to either experience joy or take care of myself, even when I'm really busy. Um, So I'll try to put it on my calendar like, yo, have a rest day or have a day where you just don't do anything um, in order to avoid the burnout. Yeah, that makes sense. So how can someone prevent burnout? You know, there's some strategies folks can use. I would say one of the main things is saying no. (laughs) And the reason I say that is because the more that we say no to others, we say yes to ourselves. Um, So really being a little bit more conscious of our yeses and, you know, our capacity to be able to do things. I think that burnout comes a lot from overextending, right? Uh, So saying no. And then I would say the second thing is to make sure you're putting restorative activities throughout your day, right? Whether that's going on a walk, um, whether that's stopping and watching your favorite episode of 90 Day Fiance, which my partner loves, shouts out to anyone who watches that, or, you know, reading your favorite book or journaling, you know, at this point, probably your journey, especially if you're an adult, what you can do to restore yourself. So making sure you're putting restoration throughout your life. Uh, And the other thing is like being aware. So I meditate, I try to meditate daily. Um, I fell off. So that's my goal for 2021 is to get back on. But I think if we have moments where we're tapping in with ourselves internally, we can know what's going on with our bodies a little bit more um, and see when, you know, we're not aligned. And I know when I'm not aligned, it's probably either I'm burnt out or you know, I could even be experiencing some form of like, you know, seasonal depression. So it's important for us to like meditate and and go within. Yeah, I I certainly would agree. So you mentioned this a little bit, but how do you practice self-care? You know, it it depends on the day and I'm still figuring out what self-care looks like for me. But I will say that I practice it by spending time with folks that I, that experience bring me joy. Um, And because it's COVID, you know, I haven't had the opportunity to do it physically as much. I'm in California right now. So we got all this stay in order and shelter in place. But um, getting on a good Zoom call or a good FaceTime call, one of my friends was just cackling, as as we call it, just laughing our our butts off. I really enjoy that. Uh, The other thing that I do for self-care is I try to stay hydrated. So I got like a nice jar of water right now. Shouts out to all the granny folks out there. Folks know about them them jars and mason jars for water. So staying hydrated and movement, right? Whether that's like getting up, dancing to a nice Beyonce song or some big shine, because that's what I've been listening to lately, or going for a walk, making sure that throughout the day, I'm moving my body. So can you tell us a little bit about your podcast and where people can find it? 
Definitely. So Boy Meets Wellness is a podcast where we uh, investigate and talk to folks who are born obviously incredible, B-O-I's. And you can find it at boymeetswellness.com. We really are passionate about money, mindset, and motivation um, and having conversations with people who are born obviously incredible. So um, Takiya, I would love to have you on the show because you're definitely one of those folks. And we're just interested in exploring stories so that other folks um, can hear that and be able to, you know, take from them stories like motivation to live incredible lives with wellness centered in the foundation of it, right? Like we don't have to be wealthy um, and successful, um, but then our wellness and our well-being is not taken care of. So that's Boy Meets Wellness, the B-O-I, um, meets M-E-E-T-S, and then wellness.com, and you can find new episodes weekly. Awesome. So before I let you go, I have to, we have to let people know where they can find you on social media if they want to connect with you. Definitely. So if y'all want to connect with me on social media, you can find me at Evolve Benton. That's E-V-O-L-V-E-B-E-N-T-O-N. And that's on Instagram, Twitter, uh, even Facebook, that's where you can find me and, and I'm hanging out, you know, having conversations about wellness or, you know, even about speaking for profit, which is another one of my businesses where we take people from zero um, to being able to build profitable speaking businesses. So hit me up, down to talk, down to connect. Um, and so appreciative of this space. Thank you. Thank you. So I just want to thank you for joining me on the podcast to really talk about you know, signs of burnout and, you know, your transparency and letting you know how you experience it, you have experienced it. And then also some self-care strategy. So thank you so much. No problem. I appreciate it. Thanks for the invite. Before we wrap up today's episode, I wanted to mention that our podcast, because it's not just my podcast, you all are a part of a community of the community. So it makes it our podcast. So I wanted to mention that uh, Fireflies Unite Um, was selected as one of the top 20 suicide survivors podcasts. And I will be sure to leave the link in the show notes so that you can take a look at the article. Thank you all for listening and you have a blessed week.